Welcome to Mind Over Blog Podcast. I'm your host, Lauren Runyon, a mindset-obsessed food blogger and food photographer. You are listening to the only podcast designed to help food bloggers up-level their mindset to manifest their biggest blogging goals. Welcome to Mind Over Blog. Let's get started. Hello, friends. Welcome back to another episode of Mind Over Blog Podcast. I'm your host, Lauren Runyon, and I'm so happy to have you here today. Whether you're new to the show or you are a returning listener, I am so thankful that you're here and a part of the Mind Over Blog community. And today is a good episode. <laughs> like I'm ever going to start with saying today is a pretty terrible episode. But today in our podcast, we are talking about whether or not overwhelm is moving you further away from your goal. And my answer is yes. Yes, overwhelm is moving you further away from your goal. Yes, overwhelm is making it difficult for you to attract your goal. And we're going to dive into why. And we're going to dive into the energetic aspects of overwhelm. And you may be like, what the heck does that mean? Because, you know, I'm almost 40. I turned 40 next month. And prior to learning what I know now and implementing all of this stuff, Two years ago, one year ago, I would have been like, yeah, I'm overwhelmed. No, I'm not doing anything about it. Like, oh, yeah, I might try and take something off my plate or I've learned my lesson. I took on too much. That was as far as it went, as far as the overwhelm. But I have learned and I firmly believe that there is more to the overwhelm. And it has to do with the energetics like of what's causing the overwhelm. And so I want to dive into that. And I want to also cover how I work with overwhelm and how I identify when it's happening and the steps that I use to work through it. So when you guys get finished with this episode, I hope that you really have a really good understanding what may be causing you to go into feelings of overwhelm. And yeah, it's the things that you're taking on and it's too much, but there's a reason behind that. And I hope that you have some takeaways of how you can begin to work through it. So have like pen and paper, your notes app out so that you can kind of jot down some notes for when you feel overwhelmed because, you know, you're a food blogger. (laughs) It happens. So I just want to start off with talking about what I mean by energetics. Like, what does that even mean? So we as humans, everyone, whether you're male or female or whatever you identify as, have masculine and feminine energy. Just like we have the left and the right side of the brain and both sides of the brain have a different role and different purpose. And it's they kind of go hand in hand. So the left side of your brain, which is also where you will find this masculine energy, is the side of the brain that is analytical. And it's where um, it's very like a dominant side and you're focused on planning and achieving and doing you know, there's the numbers that you get focused on, the SEO, the to-do list, the black and white steps that are all associated with creating a successful business as an entrepreneur, solopreneur, blogger. That's that left side masculine energy. It's very important to remember that your ego feels very at home in the masculine energy. And I find it very easy to start getting caught up in an ego way of living and focus when I'm really into the masculine energy of my business. And so we have the right side of our brain and also the feminine side, the feminine energy. And 
the feminine energy is this open and magnetic and highly intuitive energy. It's also like there's ease there and there's creativity. I feel like that's where a lot of my joy is. It's on my feminine side. Like I said, the the masculine side uh, feels harsh to me. It feels very, you know, I'll kind of explain it in a little bit, how the difference it is and how I hear it or feel it in my body. Um, but the feminine energy is, you know, where you find that creativity, where you're listening to your intuition. That's where all of that is. And if that's too weird for you to think, then just think of it in terms of the left and the right side of the brain, because the right side of the brain is where the creativity side is. That's where all of that is is stored. So just, you know, you choose how you want to hear this message and however it's going to resonate with you. If energy is too woo-woo, then don't tune me out. Just think of the right and left side of the brain when we're going through this conversation. So what happens is that we get this, um, we need a balance. And when we don't have a balance, then, you know, one side is more dominant than the other. We may have way too much masculine energy, or we may have way too much feminine energy that's kind of um, happening. And I find that when I am overwhelmed, I am really far over into the masculine energy side. And when that happens, I get so far over on that side, I can't feel or resonate with my feminine energy. I can't even, or right side of the brain, I can't even tap into creativity because I'm so overwhelmed and on the other side. So I, and then one of the things that feels the most alarming to me is that I can't even tune into my intuition or listen to what I should be doing. And I'm so passionate about helping people learn to listen to your intuition because that's how we get on our path. That's how we get to where we're supposed to go. And when we're too far over into this masculine energy side, we can't hear it. It gets really difficult. So like to me, masculine energy feels so loud, like it's shouting at me and it's rushing me and it's very deadline driven, almost like if you don't hurry, someone else is going to beat you. That's the kind of energy I get when I'm on this masculine side. It's so loud that I can't hear the feminine side. And to me, the feminine energy is, it's calm and it's soft and it doesn't need to shout because it just comes to me in time of times of stillness. And I know that you have this too. And if you're new to this, you may not be aware of when it's happening, but it, you have it and everyone has it within them. And you have the ability to access it no matter where you're at or how imbalanced you may feel. So the reason I, you know, I, that led me to this conversation um, is that over the last couple of days, I was starting to feel so overwhelmed. And a lot of the times for any kind of emotion, for me, it's a feeling <laughs> that I feel first or it's a, something in my body that I feel. And it's usually within my chest, throat, like stomach region. That's where I feel a lot of my tension. You know, you may be someone who feels tension in your shoulders or in your neck or back pain. I get it. I start to know something is wrong when I start feeling like a tight chest, not like chest pain, like having a heart attack, but just like, I don't feel like I can expand. So I'm starting to feel that. And I have been taking on a lot of 
new things in my business. And when you're taking on new things, it's kind of normal to feel overwhelmed or I don't even it's normal to feel out of sorts because you're learning something new. I think that Brene Brown, she has a really good saying for it. And it's like the FFT or something like that. The first I'm not going to cuss right now, but freaking time. Um, When you're in that mode, when it's your first time doing something, it's going to feel not great because you're out of your comfort zone. Your ego is like, mayday, mayday, what's happening? We've not done this before. You can't do this. So that's all normal. But I was taking on a lot. Like, you know, I have my food blog that I'm growing. It's still in its growing stage. Um, you know, I've created this podcast. It launched in March and I love it. Like, love it. It's where it's, I love doing it. And my originally was only going to do two podcasts a month, but now I want to do more because I love talking to you guys and connecting with you in the community. And, um, so then I'm like, okay, well, I'm going to do more. And then I decided, okay, well, I really want Mind of Blog to have a space. Like I want to be able to write about what I'm passionate about. I mean, I love my food blog, I love creating recipes that, you know, taste good and and make cravings go away, but I can't say I'm passionate about it. I'm passionate about mind over blog and talking and I so I'm like, okay, well, I'll start another blog because <laughs> you know, I'm not busy enough. I'll start another blog. And so I've been building mind over blog and then I also have a freelance, you know, food photography business where I am, you know, I do a lot of photography for uh, other bloggers. So that's what I had going on in my plate. And I was starting to feel so overwhelmed that I got to the point where I felt like I couldn't create content. I got to a point where I was comparing myself to others, where I would look at other people, you know, on Instagram as always. And I was like, I can never, I can never verbalize it the way this person is, or I'm never going to be able to get my message across like this person can, or, okay, well, how can I create this? But I couldn't even get into that creation mode because I was so far on the masculine side that I was really struggling to hear my next steps. Like, because I was taking on all of that, I was getting sucked into more numbers, more content, more to-do lists. And I got to where I was just basically, I was frozen. I had activated the flight or, you know, flight or fright sympathetic nervous system where I was like, okay, freeze. Like you can't, this is too much. And luckily, because I am so aware of these emotions and I have all of these tools that I am teaching you guys, it didn't last long. Like I was feeling it build up and I knew that I needed to do something about it, but I kind of kept pushing. I still let that masculine energy drive me and I kept going. And then finally I was like, okay, this is enough. I can't keep going like this. I know this isn't good for me. You know, you've heard that when you keep doing that, it leads to burnout, which is true. I don't want that. I don't handle that well energetically. And so I was like, okay, enough's enough. So I started working on the steps that I knew that would work. And I'm going to get into those and I want you to know they work. So if you're still with me here, (laughs) I mean, it took a day. It took one day for me to like take a step back, go through the steps that I'm going to share with you today. And then I was back the next day feeling better and able to release a lot of that overwhelm that I was feeling. And it didn't come from like taking on less stuff. I'm still trying to accomplish the same things, but it all comes from a healthy mindset and being able to recognize the feelings that you're having and know that you can do something about them, not from a to-do list kind of way. So to answer the question, 
Is the overwhelm pushing you further away from the goal? It absolutely is. It is pushing you away from your goal because what happens when you're in that masculine energy, you stop focusing on the actual goal. You start obsessing over the numbers. You start obsessing over little wins, the likes, the follows, like all these little little dopamine hits that you can get. Those are little wins that are really not moving your business forward. And I consider those uh, very ego-driven and very on the left side, masculine side, like trying to win. (laughs) And so that is not helping you get towards your goal because you start not really focusing on your goal. The other thing that it does is so when we're trying to attract a goal into our life because our thoughts create our reality. And one of the ways that it creates our reality is that we put off vibrations because everything is energy, everything has a vibration, our emotions have a vibration based off our emotions, you know, we're going to have certain actions, all of that creates energy. And so like the law of vibration, like things that are attracted to one another are vibrating at the same rate. So if I am in this really deep, dark, side of the masculine energy and I'm way out of balance on that and I'm too focused on the to-do lists, I'm too focused on the numbers, I'm too focused on getting more content, that is not the same vibrational match as what my actual goal is. So if my actual goal is to, you know, whether it doesn't, there's, you know, there's many, but if my actual goal is to just help one person every day, well, if I'm trying to create all this content, like, too much of it and I'm not even focused on that one person, that's not going to align. It's not going to vibrationally attract one another. As well as like if you were to just want to focus on, you know, if your main goal is to make, I always say $10,000 a month because that's my, one of my goals right now. And so if your goal is to make X amount of money a month, and your focus isn't on that and how that feels to you vibrationally. And you're, if your feelings um, of having 10K a month, they're not going to be of overwhelm. To you, they're a feeling of ease and freedom and joy and happiness. They're not of stress and overwhelm and to-do lists. That doesn't match. It doesn't equal each other. So what those feelings are actually attracting, what you're creating with those thoughts of overwhelm, are just more thoughts of overwhelm and just more realities of overwhelm in your life. So what you're bringing in is just more of the crap that you're dealing with that you don't want. So we want to be able to just like, er, stop, like stop the overwhelm, stop the cycle. I like to think of it more of as as a cycle because I don't know that I will personally ever be able to not do this completely. But I like to think that I'm getting faster and faster at eliminating Um, how long it takes or, you know, faster and faster at improving how quickly I can turn it over. So we want to stop the cycle of the overwhelm. And it's not done by um, getting just, it's not done just by your to-do list. It's not just done by like, okay, well, this is the stuff I have to get done and I'm going to get it done and I'm going to feel better. It might feel better temporarily and it may not feel better because you may not get to all the stuff on your to-do list. So Let's talk about how you can really get out of the cycle of overwhelm. And the first step is going to be mindfulness. And this is why I like to put 
meditation podcasts on here for you guys to listen to and suggest a lot of exercises that help with mindfulness because we want to be able to recognize the feelings and we want to be able to listen to our body and listen to or feel the feelings of overwhelm, however it may present to you. And it will be really helpful for you if you sit down, whether you're feeling super overwhelmed right now or not, the next time that you are, you need to sit down and you need to first recognize what feelings you're feeling and you need to write those out on a piece of paper. And then I want you to brain dump everything that could possibly be causing the overwhelm. Everything. It doesn't like, do not hold back. It doesn't even matter if it makes sense. Like you'd be like, well, it was cloudy today and it made me feel overwhelmed. I don't care what you put on the paper, write it down, get it out of you, get it out of your body, like stop the stagnant energy and get it out. From that list of everything that you like you brain dumped down, so all the stuff like I'm overwhelmed because I need to post on Instagram three times a week and I need to create content for, you know, for me, it was like I need to create or thought that I needed to create so many posts and then I needed to create all this new content. And then I want you to take a look at those lists and make a list, like separate them out of what's necessary and what's unnecessary. And especially if it's in terms of your business, like what is moving you forward in your business and what is taking you further away from your business or what's aligned with your, your goal and what's not aligned with your goal is getting, you know, 15 Instagram posts out a month going to get you to your goal of Mediavine? Or is it going to get you to your goal of getting your first client? Nope, it's not. Like that's not your goal right now. And so that's not where your focus needs to be. There's no, there's no energy that needs, needs to even go to that. Like that's something that you've created on that masculine side, this feeling that you need to have it um, for whatever reason, because someone else does it or whatever, but it doesn't align with your goals or your like your purpose and your current moving your needle forward in your business. So from there, you want to sit down and you want to think about your goals and what you're really trying to accomplish and tune into the feelings of those goals. And you want to like, you can even write it down if you want. Okay, this is my goal. Even if you have to break it down for the month, this is my goal for June. For June, I want to have my first photography client or I want to have you know, whatever your goal may be. So you have to really think about how that goal is going to make you feel. And you want to start living your life as if you already have it. You already, you need to start embracing those feelings and you need to start getting in vibrational alignment with that goal. When you do that, you're going to know pretty quickly when you veer away from those feelings. Just like I can say, I can recognize it really fast when I'm overwhelmed and I know I'm not in alignment with where I want to be. So like I mentioned earlier, we want to recognize that there is a mindset that needs to change around feeling overwhelmed. Notice that I'm saying feeling overwhelmed because when you are overwhelmed, I know for myself that I tend to say I am overwhelmed, even if I'm talking to my husband or if I'm talking to a friend or venting or even in my head, I could catch myself, you know, a year ago saying I'm overwhelmed, I'm overwhelmed, I am so overwhelmed. 
I am not overwhelmed. I am feeling overwhelmed. And feelings are transient. They come and go. Feelings are based on our thoughts. And we get to choose our thoughts. You don't have to feel overwhelmed because your feelings are based on your thoughts. So you have to change your thoughts around what is happening. You have to think about maybe what the thought pattern that you're having right now is. Like, I'm having... I have too much to do. Like that might be the thought that you're having over and over again. I have too much to do. I have too much to do. And maybe you have, because you think you have too much to do. And then because you have a belief that there's limited amount of time to get that done, you've now created this like feeling of restriction of how long you have to get it done or how fast it needs to be done. We have to tune in to a different scenario, a different thought pattern And for everyone, that's going to be different. And you have to be really honest with yourself about, you know, just think about the opposite of what you want to be happening. Well, if you don't want to be overwhelmed, then think of what it is that you do want. I I am creating a reality where I have enough time to create content that resonates with my audience. Like that feels so much better than I don't have enough time to create all this content. <laughs> so for everyone, that's going to be really different. When we go into that state where we're so, so into the other side, into that masculine energy, we can't see the forest for the trees. We can't feel the happiness that we think that goal is going to bring us. We can't get into alignment with that because there's almost like an energetic block. There's like a wall that's been put up and we get into this you know, pattern of not of this, you know, repetitive thought pattern of being overwhelmed that we can't get ourselves out of it until we are very mindful of what's happening. We need to do something different. And instead of forging through and pushing through the overwhelm, you have to be like, hey, I'm overwhelmed and I'm going to stop the cycle. If you stay on the path of overwhelm, if it's where it, it, it becomes your easy path, like it, it becomes your go-to Like if you can always resort to that, if that's your go-to emotion when there's a lot going on in your life, not only are you going to attract more of that into your life, but, you know, we've talked about before like neuro neuro pathways, Uh, you've created the neuro pathway to overwhelm and to create a new pathway to create the, you know, to use your neuroplasticity of your brain to create a a new neuro pathway You're going to have to take some effort to create a new pathway so that you don't automatically revert back to this overwhelm. And I think it's really awesome to remember that when we are in alignment with our masculine and our feminine energy and we can can, um, listen to our intuition and we can tune into that, we're going to get to where we want to go a lot faster. It isn't necessarily going to be a straight line to get from where you are now to your goal. That isn't the purpose. We have things that we're supposed to learn along the way. So it's not like it's going to be this straight line, but it's definitely going to be faster than if we keep reverting way far to this masculine energy side. And don't get me wrong, you can go too far into the feminine energy side where you're not getting anything done, where you're too like, oh, I'm just creating and you don't do anything on the to-do list side. So I don't want to be leaving that out and thinking that you should go too far the other way. You want to have a happy medium because what happens is, you know, you're just going to just keep focusing on the ego side and then the masculine side and how you're really overwhelmed. 
And it's going to be like walking in the forest and you just keep walking in a circle. So not only is it going to take you longer to to get where you want to go, you're just going to keep going in the same circle over and over again. So when we're like constantly adding more to our to-do list, we aren't giving ourselves a chance to be still. And the hustle isn't the answer to getting to where we want to go and to tune into that intuitive place where we can listen. And you want to take action from a place like intuitive action. You want to take a place from like in your gut, the next step of where you should go, not from a frantic ego left side, like, oh, I got to get more stuff out or a competition. That's not where anything should come from. It's not going to feel good. It may get you to your goal, but I don't know about you as a solopreneur, as a blogger that's trying to, you know, create this amazing life. I don't want to be miserable while I'm doing it. I want to learn the steps that I need to learn and master this so that when I get there, I'm as happy as I am now as I am when I get there. So we got to identify the feelings of what's happening. And then we need to see if we're having some kind of like fight or flight responses, you know, to this, like what needs to happen next? We've identified all these things, you know, we've wrote them all down, we've brain dumped them out. And so the next step um, is we need to move into a place of changing the beliefs. So I talked a little bit ago about rewiring those neural pathways. We are going to do that by using the affirmations. We need to reinforce the change and the beliefs that we have because we've gone down this path and this story about being overwhelmed or needing to focus on getting things done or just way too far over. And we need to rewire the brain and create a new story on how we're going to be in alignment. Like we, we just, we're going to use our affirmations or we're going to use those positive thoughts that I talked about before where you can just pause and think about the opposite of what it is you have and create an affirmation around that. And we're going to use that because the repetition is what will help us reprogram our brain the easiest way. Because you don't want just a temporary solution. You don't want to, okay, well, I fixed my overwhelm today. And then in two days, you go back into the cycle of overwhelm because, you know, you've had this shit day and everything's going wrong and you haven't been able to do anything. And now you're overwhelmed again. Like we want to create a new pathway so that overwhelm isn't our instant go-to mechanism when things are feeling like there's a lot to do. So step three is to move into a like place of gratitude and practicing gratitude for where we are and for everything that we are doing for every single step of the way. Because I guarantee where you're at today is where someone else would like to be. And I know it doesn't feel that way, especially if you're, you're in the stages of growing, but there's someone who's just starting who wishes where they were where you are. We need to be thankful for what it is that we're doing. And if you can't be thankful, so sometimes I feel like that's kind of a hard thing to say. So, you know, um, if you've got all this stuff going on and you are feeling overwhelmed and you're like, well, now I got to do the dishes. I'm supposed to be thankful I'm doing the dishes right now. And that to me seems kind of, I don't know, it doesn't resonate with me. But what does resonate with me is just coming into the present moment and being mindful of what I'm doing. So I don't have to think about anything. I don't have to think about whether I hate doing the dishes or I'm mad someone else didn't do the dishes or that I don't have time to do the dishes, but I'm sick of looking at them being in there for three days. I don't have to think that. I don't have to think that I love the dishes. I can simply just be. I can simply just think about the water on my hands. I can simply think about 
how clean my kitchen is going to look soon. We can choose how we're going to think about things. So if feeling grateful for where you are doesn't really resonate, then I suggest that you kind of come into your present moment for whatever a task that you're doing. And if gratitude isn't there, try and find something you can be grateful for, but just tune into the present moment moment, and don't choose to think about anything. Don't force a feeling of gratitude, but also don't make yourself get stuck into this pattern of, I hate doing this. And then again, the other reason you want to come from this place of, of gratitude is because we want to always go back to this abundant mindset. We don't want to think in terms of lack because that's just what we're going to bring into our lives. So if we aren't grateful for where we're at today, if we're not grateful that we have a nine to five job and we're getting to build our side hustle, if we're not grateful for that, you're not going to get more for one. And you're just going to keep like creating more of what you don't want. And so we want to have this abundant mindset and we want to think that everything that we want is, is coming to us in the perfect timing And what we don't want to do is focus on the crazy and focus on chasing after things that are a non-productive way and a non-focused, mindful way, because we're just creating more of that vibration and those thoughts of lack. Step four is that we need to tune back into our intuition. So I talked about how we need to move from a place of intuitive action. And if we're too far the other way, we may may not be able to hear our intuition right now. And if you don't want to think in terms of intuition, then you can think some, like terms of creativity. Like I know that if you're in a place of burnout or a place of overwhelm, you're not being creative. So we need to be able to tune back into that. And because your create creativity is in the same place as your intuition, it would be the same kind of step. We want to stop and pause and just be like you have to stop. And just stopping for a day is all you have to do. Like you can stop your to-do lists for one day and nothing is going to happen. Like obviously pick your kids up from school or (laughs) take care of your dog. Whatever responsibilities you have that you can't let go of, don't let go of those. But your blog, your business, the things that are causing this crazy overwhelm, it's going to make it another day if you just take a step back and chill the heck out. (laughs) And you need to slow down and stop giving yourself the pattern and attracting of more to-dos. So if you're just like, well, I'm just going to take care of this by like making more to-do lists, well, you're just going to attract more to-do lists. And I think that to-do lists are very helpful. And I do have like a, a process where I use them, but I don't go crazy with them. I don't have this like obsessive, you know, masculine energy that drives the to-do list. So one of the ways that you can stop is do something you enjoy. Like take, I suggest taking an entire day if that's not something you can do, which I highly doubt that's probably just a story you're telling yourself, but take a day where you do nothing except for things that bring you joy. You're not learning. You're not trying to tackle your to-do list. You're not cleaning your house unless it brings you joy. And that can be anything. It doesn't have to cost money. This doesn't mean like go to the spa or get a pedicure. If you can do it, that's not in my wheelhouse right now. I don't get to, I don't get to have those things right now, but going outside and just sitting and not looking at my phone or not listening to a podcast or not listening to a course that brings me joy. And it brings me stillness. Being in nature will automatically do so many things for your body. So many things. It decreases the, all this stuff in your body, like your hormones that cause stress and it 
decreases your blood pressure and anxiety, all of this stuff. So even just simply going and being in nature will help bring you back into the more feminine right side of the brain. Meditation is another excellent way to start tuning in and slowing down and coming back into a place of stillness. There are things um, I love personally tapping, or it's also called EFT, and you could look it up and find some. There is an app that I think it might be called The Tapping Solution, if you're new to it. I really like it. Um, I hope to start sharing more of that for you guys, and um, I'm currently in the process of becoming a practitioner to be able to lead everybody through that. So that is a super helpful way to tune back into where you are to um, release any energy that's stuck. So tapping is kind of like a uh, an acupuncture without the needles. It's like an acupressure almost. And you're tapping on meridian points of the body and releasing stuck energy. Journaling is another excellent thing to do. Visualization, deep breathing, anything that's going to get you out of this fight or flight like response system and deep breathing. I mean, you can do that anywhere you are. You can do it in the carpool line. You can do it at work. You can do it when you're writing a blog post. And and one of the easiest ways to activate the parasympathetic nervous system, which will combat that fight or flight mode that you may possibly be in since you're so overwhelmed and stressed is to... Um, create a breathing pattern for a little bit. You can just block off a time. It can be a minute, 10 minutes, whatever you feel like doing where your exhales are longer than your inhales. Um, So you would just inhale through your nose. I like to hold the breath for a couple counts and then you exhale either through the mouth or nose, whatever feels good, but make sure that it's longer than the inhale. And that's simple. Anybody can do that. The very last step is to start creating a sense of calmness. So this is where I feel like the to-do list comes in. This is where I feel like instead of like just adding it in when before you've done all these other things, like that's just adding to more chaos. But when you've come to a place of stillness and you're calm, this is when the to-do list can come in. And instead of doing an overwhelming to-do list, you will create a to-do list of the things that like have to get done or maybe like just like the priority of things that have to get done for that day. And that's it. And then the next day you can create a new one. And then that way we're moving away from having this frantic mentality and coming into the present moment. And you want to be able to calm your mind when you're under pressure, because when our thoughts are literally all over the place, it's really difficult to see things as they are. Like when we are frantic, we're not going to know that we are frantic and overwhelmed. We're just going to see a different story than what's really happening. So figuring out how to practice getting into that calm state of your mind, which again really goes into those things about being still, you can recognize when you're um, getting into the state of overwhelm. So I hope, I think that's all I've got for you guys. I hope that you liked this episode on overwhelm and Yes, it's moving you away from your goals. Yes, it's keeping you from attracting things into your life. The universe, God, isn't going to give you more than you can handle. I mean, how many times have you heard this? Like, you you can handle it, but also you're not going to get more. Like, the universe isn't going to be like, well, you want to move further into your business. You'd like to take on four more businesses, but you can't handle one. So why would we give you success in 
this area if you can't handle the one. So you got to learn how to handle where you're at in your business right now, because getting to the next level doesn't eliminate the overwhelm. Getting to the next level doesn't eliminate the to-do lists and the amount of work that needs to be done. Learning new ways to handle it is how you get to a space of when you don't have these feelings anymore. And like I said, it's a cycle. And the more you practice and the more you do it, the quicker turnaround you're going to be from feeling frantic or overwhelmed or stressed to back into a really nice alignment of your masculine and feminine energy or right and left brain, however you want to think about that. Don't forget, I always appreciate when you guys tag me and on Instagram and your stories and sharing the podcast, as well as if you really loved it, going in and leaving a five-star review always helps the podcast grow and makes me oh so thankful. (laughs) And don't forget to reach out if you guys have any questions or want to chat more about overwhelm or what you're seeing in your life. I am definitely here for you guys. Until the next time. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of Mind Over Blog Podcast. Don't forget, if you love this episode, to leave us a review and then tag me on Instagram at Mind Over Blog. Share it in your stories. I'd love to know what you liked the most about this episode. Until the next time, have a great day.